following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help, and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, we are called Hope in the Night, and yes. it is nighttime, so... I'm glad you were aware of that. <laughs> I, I just found that out. But uh, but the other part of that title, Hope, uh, where does that real hope come from? Mm. Well, whenever you hear the word hope, um, it, it's always positive. It's not a negative. And basically, worldwide, uh, the world cries out for hope. Everyone wants to have hope uh, from individuals and families, uh, cities, nations. Um, you know, we want certain things, uh, peace, justice, um, and the concept of hope, it just rings out around the world. Not just when it's New Year's Eve, looking to a new year, um, but we need answers. Um, we cry out for answers and guidance, comfort. Um, I, I think the challenge is when someone has uh, betrayed us or someone um, is, is, a, is struggling and they, if they have loved ones, that makes it even harder. There are tragedies. So I think there is only one hope that will satisfy the longings, uh, the deepest longings of our hearts. And um, it's not going to be in a person in this way. Um, if Jeff, if your hope was in your wife or your, your wife who is wonderful um mm -hmm. Amen. her her um, her hope is in you yes. the problem is this we do not know the length of our lives mm -hmm. and our hope then could be cut off so we need to have that which is not that cannot be taken away from us I was just in a conversation with someone about this yesterday and that is is vital um, well, it's interesting that God is the God of hope. Um, that is language um, that we we need to understand. Um, and God is the only lasting hope for every person. Um, in fact, um, in Psalm 65, verse 5, you are the hope of everyone on earth. Mm -hmm. Even those who sail on distant seas, you know, just kind of interesting. Um, and but to personalize it would be Psalm seventy-one five. O Lord, you alone are my hope. So God wants our hope to be in Him, and the more yielded we are, then. He knows how to meet that deepest inner need. Um, I think, um, for 
at times we need the Lord uh, as a refuge. I've seen this kind of language multiple times in Scripture. You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source Mm -hmm. of hope. Now there, if, if, and see, I remember a time where I never knew one Scripture um, except I did know the Lord's Prayer, but that's it. And um, you know, I wasn't exposed to anything in the Word of God. And and um, I remember when I first then saw people who were absolutely, um, they were guided by the Word of God. And that was a foreign experience to me. And I thought, how did they even know how to turn anywhere in the Bible? There were no no tabs. I was just so impressed when I would see um, even uh, teenagers, um, high school students. And I thought, how do you know any of this? Well, I wasn't in a church that literally taught the Word of God. And... uh, I remember my my first scripture that meant anything to me was trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Now that's the part that I needed because I could not understand why there was all this pain in my family and uh, I didn't talk about it. We No one talked about it. And that's not unusual in a dysfunctional family. And yet, that part, lean not on your own understanding. Uh, It's like, oh, I don't have to understand. Down the road, I think that means I will understand. I just assume that part. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. I thought, oh, um... I I don't have any vision. I had no vision for my future, and and I was I was just in survival mode. And that's where a lot of people are who, like me, don't talk about the trials. But then I uh, I was fortunately able to get into a church where it made uh, sense. I, I mean, I began to learn who God is. I became a Christian, and oh my goodness, the difference it made. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches, and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. 
That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns about any of the topics that we bring up here on the program, we invite you to call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. What they'll do is talk with you, see what kind of struggles you might be having in your life, what questions you have, and they'd help you with some of our resources that would help you to answer those questions and find some direction, find some hope in those situations, and really what God's Word says about your situation, because it is applicable. Uh, the, the Bible is uh, is uh, practical and uh, will apply to anything you might be going through. So we'd like to help you with the information that would help you to see that and find some hope in that situation. We do have Keys for Living actually called Hope, and we want to recommend that one to you tonight as June was speaking about that topic. And it's the cornerstone of our ministry here at Hope for the Heart and this program, Hope in the Night. The Keys for Living called Hope, the anchor for your soul. And customer support is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. You may also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And uh, talk to them about what questions you might have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight. We have a listener in Texas listening on KCBI. We welcome this evening, Billy. Well, hello, Billy. Welcome to Hope. Hello, June. Hi. How can we help you? I've had a very difficult situation that has been happening for many Mm. years. Oh, wow. What's been going on? started back in 2014 where when my dad was hit by an illegal a, or illegal immigrant with no driver's license no insurance and basically paralyzed him neck down oh I'm so sorry wow mm. and dealing with him everything else um, put a lot of stress on work um, you know then from then, I got laid off, and due to all that, those circumstances and everything else, because they were saying I was unreliable, um, you know, cause when you go up there and you get a phone call saying that your dad has coded and everything else, um, then you got to basically pack up and, and, and leave. 
Yes. Okay. I see. I get the picture. So your dad had uh, genuine difficulty even surviving, and you would be called to assist him, and you did. But then that compromised your employment. Correct. Hmm. What kind of work um, did you do, or what, what, what is your field of work? My field of work then was, uh, I was in the oil field. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Is that what you uh, most enjoy doing as, as to work, the type of work? I really did enjoy it, uh, mm-hmm. and I wish I was still being back in there, but... It's so unstable, unreliable, and everything else, and I can't put my family through that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's taken quite a hit uh, politically as well as uh, just being able to maneuver and determine uh, what can be, can be reliable because it depends on... Um, Sometimes what administration dictates uh, politically, the the just the drilling and the the working the the work for uh, the oil business. So I'm I'm so sorry. Um, is there another field that you like doing? Another type of work? Well, um, I did. At one point, until I got injured, mm-hmm. I fell off the back of the rig, or, well, I was working, I fell off the back of the rig, and and I injured myself pretty bad to where my knees are blown and my back, uh, back acts up, and, and my left side of my leg will go completely numb and I fall. Mm-hmm. And dealing with workman's comp and everything else, they just say, oh, that's past injury, that's wear and tear on your body and everything else, and they don't want to fix it. They don't want to do nothing, so I'm pretty much staying in pain. Wow. Um, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot, you know, and then... Last year, pretty much, uh, my wife's mother passed away from cancer, mm. and she's been trying to get in with the doctor and everything else, and you know how that COVID stuff is, and they want to do televisits and everything else, and no testing, no nothing, and everything else, and then finally when they allowed, or when she finally went into a doctor, this as well, you got cancer, and are you talking about late, your mom? Her mother or or your wife? My wife's mother. Wife's mother, okay. Yes. And then right after that, six months later, her dad died. Mm. So she lost both her mom and her dad. Correct. Wow, that's a great loss. And, uh... While back, uh, matter of fact, November, just right before Thanksgiving, I've been trying to pay. You know, I had work and everything else that I was trying to do, and 
during that time and everything else, I couldn't make I couldn't make payments and everything else, and asking for help and help finally came at the last minute, and uh, I lost my house, lost everything. Hmm. So pretty much, I'm living homeless with four kids and a wife. circumstances and everything else you know I got one kid that has behavioral problems um, and then another kid with autism and it's just like I can't it's hard to cope with something like that when you're gone all the time yes so, are, are you saying that right now uh, you are homeless, is that correct? I am kind of homeless, but I have, I had an RV, and mm. right now I'm staying in a, a small RV with, you know, with a family of six. Hmm. So with school starting, um, have you figured that part out? Well, uh, kids want to stay in the same school because my oldest has been with behavior with behavioral problems. Um, it's uh, he was promised that he can do welding and everything else when he goes into high school. Hmm. Um. So now that now the uh, the school district we're trying to go back or stay stay in the same school district that we were mm-hmm. is saying that uh, it it cannot be done. So he has to switch school districts, and he does not want to do that either. Mm. You know, I've known several welders. Um, that were young, and it's a great profession. Um, I just was with somebody, in fact, today, um, whose husband's a welder and is, is very skilled in North Carolina, and we were just talking about that profession. That would be... Um, I, I know people who've been on real rough times and that for some reason um, that ends up being a very positive profession, vocation. And even to identify something that would be wanted, um, there, there are people who who care about young people being able to make it. Um, I'm going to ask a question because I know um, there needs to be some connecting uh, people who would know your willingness to work or even 
at times. Well, give me the ages of your kids first. We've got four kids, you said. Thirteen. Uh-huh. Ten. Uh, six and a five. Six and a five, okay. Hmm. Well, where the RV is, are you, what I was going to ask is, are you able to get the kids to church and for you all to be in church? I'm the one that normally goes to church when I can. Um, You're saying you're the only one? Yeah. Did you say the only oh, okay? Well, besides when they go to when they go visit my mother. Okay. Um, you know, my mother takes them to church and everything else. It's just uh you know, they don't see no fun there's no fun in it as far as them because the church I go to is more um old fashioned, you know. Where they don't have no kids. It's everybody's you know, more of the senior senior side. Okay. Well, I used to be a youth director, and I just had a heart for kids that uh, that needed help. And I was first a uh, a junior high director, and it was a huge church. And um, the issue not it was not being that it's huge, it's just I learned volumes about reaching out and meeting needs Um, and there are a lot of times that there are other adults who care about kids so it does matter the kind of church number one it being biblical I, I started out, I didn't know anything about the Bible and so I'm But if you are in a biblically-based church, the leaders can be amazingly helpful. And by the way, your role in their lives um, is going to be very, very significant. Kids don't think that much about finances and when you know what you don't have. They can, they can, they can be good survivors. ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as precious and beloved to Him? So many of us have a distorted image of God, that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you believe. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, for yourself or for a loved one at junehunt.org. That's junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have any questions about tonight's topics or almost any topic you could think of and something you might be struggling with in your life, we have over 100 of our Keys for Living to help you to address your situation. Each of our Keys for Living covers a particular topic and does a really a full look, a full treatment of that topic in terms of uh, the biblical basis of it, the understanding, the definitions, uh, causes or for that particular uh, issue that uh, that you can be dealing with, and also solutions and uh, biblical solutions there. Biblical hope and practical help is what we do in those keys for living. Just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. We spoke briefly in the last segment there about uh, finding Employment. Just want to let you know we do have keys for living that will help you with that very issue. If that's something that piqued your interest, just uh, find the keys for living on employment called Getting the Right Job and Keeping It. You can talk to customer support about that. They'll be happy to uh, get that into your hands pretty quickly. Also check out our website, hopefortheheart.org slash store. And there you'll find all of our updated keys for living and uh, June's re- biblical resources there with um, Bible studies and books that she's written over the years. All the information is there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's return to our conversation tonight now with Billy. Well, Billy, how did you happen to um, call our program? I'm glad you did, by the way, very much. But um, why this program? I was listening to you on the thankful or when you're... uh, Talking on the thankfulness, mm. and it was very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Or Thanksgiving, I mean. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Just make a Thanksgiving list. Yeah, things that you can thank God for. It wouldn't dawn on you to thank Him for. Okay, so you listen to um, Christian radio. I've, every time I get in the truck, that's what my channel goes to, is Christian Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to listen, I get uphealing and everything else, and for some reason it's, it's like a roller coaster, it's, it's ups and downs, and 
sometimes gets emotional and because it brings back an old memory and uh, very depressing, you know. Mm. Well, when you mentioned your dad um, being paralyzed, um, did your dad survive? My dad survived the car, the accident, yes. And then he was quadriplegic in the hospital for two years. Yes. Mm. And uh, a lot of that stuff and everything else, and it's just like we had him in the VA hospital. He served in the military for eight years. Mm. And then he was also a 30-year place veteran. Wow. And, you know... And that's the only bad thing about it is, is finally when you're, you know, when you're growing up, your dad's away from you. And when you start getting older and you start having that, that father and son heart-to-heart talk and, you know, discussing yes. what things have needed to be changed and, and all that, it's just like you finally start to... start to forgive your dad and, and um and start talking you know mm-hmm. and I feel like I didn't I didn't my my situation when that happened because during that during that you know it's just like when your dad had the you know your had a heart talk heart talk you know he said mm-hmm. he doesn't he never wanted to be put on life support well i did not want to be put, i didn't want him to be put on life support either mm. and i don't know how heck but he was never remarried but his girlfriend was able to go up there and get everything changed are you and saying that she, she was ill? Um, she took advantage of him. Yeah. Oh. And she got everything changed. You know, that's something that my dad. You know, when we had to, if something happened to him, you know, he did not want to be put on life support. He didn't, you know, he was not. If we promised him, he was not going to change the will. As long as we promised to keep her, you know make sure she's comfortable, you know? Yes. And in other words, split everything down three ways. Mm. Um, but she turned around and took, and then took his whole police retirement that he had saved when he was, um, you know, get the family back together, you know? Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. So she was a user. She used your dad. Yeah. I'm so Left sorry. Left us without nothing. You know, it's just like during that time and everything else, I didn't have enough money to bury him. I didn't have enough money to, you know, because during that time, I got laid off. And I was trying to save pennies to pennies and everything else and then when you get laid off you know you, when you sign a basically a sign a uh, uh, I forget what they call that letter a proposal letter it's 
like mm-hmm. a contract and everything else that says you're going to be starting this date and you got all this stuff right here. Well, the company I worked for, I worked for 10, 10 years. I should have been entitled to this much extra as far as benefits, health, you know, or health uh-huh. and dental benefits. Um, for every six months, I was, or every six months, uh, it was supposed to be a month, or, or every year is supposed to be a month. So I should have had five months to six months of health benefits, and I should have had a severance package. When the company laid me off, they said, no, nothing. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's, um, so, so what you would have expected was not the norm, uh, and what would have been the norm you did not get to receive for a, uh, a change of jobs. Yeah. Or, like I said, when I got, when I started my other job, I got injured, and so when I got injured, I was, it took over, took over in 10 months in order to walk again, you know? Hmm. So how is your walking now? Is that, are you impaired right now? Uh, it ain't, ain't 100%. I can tell you that right now. It's, hmm. I can walk, but the only thing is I lose, um, I lose balance real quick. Mm-hmm. So do you know what you would like, if you could have the perfect job, if you could have the job that you think would really be right for you, what would that be? I couldn't say. Is there a company really, that, uh... that you would wish to work for if you could. All I want to, all I want if you, if you said a perfect job, right now there ain't no, no job perfect. Okay. Um, but I would like to have a job that basically took care of their employees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I hadn't had a vacation, you might as well say, in since the accident of my dad. Mm-hmm. Because um, I hadn't been able to afford anything. I hadn't been able to take, you know, take anybody out. Um, you know, I, I, perfect job. I just want to be able to make a comfortable comfortable mm-hmm. living. I'm not asking for being rich or anything like that. I, I don't I'm, want that. Yep, yeah, I understand. But you've got to figure out something that would be what you could do and feel where you would be contributing. Many times um, there is an approach uh, like if you knew you wanted to be, and, and we could, you know, 
I could go on and say McDonald's or just to something. Or um, when you mentioned welding, of course, that was you're talking about your son. But the, the point is, if there were a particular position that you wish you could serve and people feel good when they're able to contribute and God made us that way. Uh, we can be very um, purposeful and glad that we can contribute uh, to what goes on in our world because there's a need, there are all kinds of needs and there's a shortage even of workers um, because of COVID and mindsets and things that um, have taken place that have not been for the best. But the bottom line is what I have found is if you can figure out to get any, just any position in that, that business, um, I, I say it this way, the cream rises to the top. Meaning, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone just even come and do a volunteer job, just work as a volunteer, who then, if they're good, they, uh, uh, they'll end up off being offered a paying job. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying to get into something, if, if there was something that you desired... Um, and you thought I would I, I would be open to doing this kind of work with the challenge that you have in regard to your leg. Um, I want you to be thinking about that because obviously you're wanting to be a provider uh, when you've got four children and your wife. Um, if you can get into that position, just a position at that place of employment, then it can you can eventually get to where you actually would be able to do the kind of work that would be fulfilling to you. Right now, I'm hearing you say, "I just want a job. I need," to, and, and that's okay. But just be thinking too long term. Let that be in the back of your mind. I need to be able, um, if I could, this is, this is a way to get there, where you just take a job there, and then you'll move. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800 488 Hope. They're, uh, it's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll be happy to talk with you and see what resources of ours would be helpful to you and uh, get those into your hands pretty quickly. Also, have some free resources on our website, which are the uh, quick reference guides to many of the Keys for Living topics that we have. And you can go there and find those. Again, those are free resources that provide some of the information, uh, not the full treatment as you would find in the Keys for Living, but you might find what topics are relevant and helpful to you and then uh, be able to order some of those, uh, the larger uh, Keys for Living that would help you. So uh, talk to our customer support team. That's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If there's something going on in your life, you'd like to talk with June Hunt about that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. We welcome your call at 800-NIGHT-17, that's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7, and when you call, leave a detailed message for us, we'll get back to you and talk to you about what questions you have and when you'd be available to be on an upcoming program of Hope in the Night. We have availability in the next few days in our schedule. We'd like to have you as a part of that. The number again, 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation now with Billy. Well, my friend, um, I'm going to ask a, a genuine question here that um, that is important. Have you been struggling with uh, the issue of hope and uh, not being able to figure out, is there hope? for your situation or for you? June, yeah, that hit the nail on the head. Um, it's, it's a struggle because sometimes I feel like there's this, but then everything else just falls right back down. And it seems like the devil's pushing me down instead of getting uplifted. Mm. So you're saying I, I want to have hope, but uh, I keep getting knocked down. Yeah, and everything that we 
try to save money for um, gets gets put away or gets thrown away because of something another another issue that observe, uh, occurs. You know, like I'm trying to find trying to find a place to live because nobody nobody wants to rent to tenants that have animals because my autistic son has a dog. I have a dog, you know, and they are family, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't ask to get rid of family. Yeah. Well, there are certain basic necessities that um, if you know how to at least get the the specifics of what you need for your kids and your family, there's there's something called your Texas benefits because I see you call from Texas. Yeah, your Texas that benefits. Too. Do you know about that? Two, you call two one one. Yeah, and okay. they only helped me twice with the freaking food stamps. Well, I know that uh, uh, that like where there's a county hospital, they have caseworkers, and if you go to the county hospital. The caseworkers, um, they know that at times people are needing direction, needing help to figure out what to do for some basic needs. Um, I think that would be an avenue. Sometimes a particular church that's large enough um, where you feel that there's real encouragement especially for your family, for your kids, um, and um, the two of you, you and your wife, they, there are people, I've seen it over and over, where um, when somebody says, I have a need, and uh, there, there are times to go up to a pastor as an assistant pastor, there are staff members and um, you know do you just say is there if I'm if I'm looking for work um, is there any avenue that you know that I could you know and there there are certain people who are businessmen and businesswomen who if they see someone has initiative they want to help because they've been helped. So, I want you to hang on to hope because it's God's hope. Um, the, the fact is, um, I have a favorite scripture which says, this is God speaking. He says, I know the plans I have for you. And Billy, I want you to think of it for you. I, where God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. 
So he does have a plan for you. And that means you won't know the plan. Because he says, I know the plan I have for you. So... God can only put some, or he, he knows how much to put on your plate and everything else. He mm-hmm. don't handle a whole enough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, that's the only thing is, that's what I'm saying, you know, that's where I've kind of lost everything is because I've had too much and I can't handle anymore. What is your age? I'm 46. 46, okay. Um, And it can be too much for you alone. And that's why you need to literally be so yielded to say, you know, Lord, I'm willing to do what you want me to do. Uh, I can't see the way out. I can't see the way to what I need to do but I'm willing and I can promise you there are churches there are specific organizations like there's in Dallas there's Dallas Life Foundation Um, there are times when people have well everyone wants to know that there's someone who would be a conscientious worker, what I mean by everyone, I'm talking about there are so many people who are employers who are looking for those who have a positive work ethic where their hearts would be to to serve in the best way possible. And I'm saying that because um, God knows where you will be able to thrive. And he says, this is Proverbs twenty three eighteen. there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. So, I think no matter what, your kids need to be able to be in a church and there will be a lot of others there a lot of adults, some will be able to, in fact, like if it were this Sunday, to make sure that you get the kids there, get your family there, and just say, we need to do this. And we're going to, and then if you see some uh, someone who's approachable, and you just ask, is there a way I could talk with anyone about employment. I just want to to do something so that my so I'm taking care of my kids. My well, family. I, mean, I, I got employment right now. That's uh, that's not the only thing. Is I just started this job three months ago. Ah. And you know it's it's all right, but it ain't the best. You know. Right. Um. But it's all contract. All contract? Yeah. Well, 
what you learn to do. Yeah, you you learn to every place you will serve will work. You learn something from that particular place of employment. You learn a skill. You learn about people. You learn, but not not to be. Uh, some people not to be around. You learn people to be around, um, and there is such a thing as iron sharpening iron. You can be sharpened in the right place. Now you're not married to the job, but no. everything everything is a building on top of whatever you've learned at this place. Or, as you said, in the oil field, in the oil business. Um, now, that's, I, I, and, and as time goes on, sometimes we're limited because of an injury. Uh, but there will be skills that you will learn wherever you are. And just, just also pray, say, Lord, may I be a learner. May I be open to whatever you want me to experience. And it's amazing later what you watch. You look back and you think, oh, hey, I'm willing to serve wherever I'm supposed to be. Um, would you open up the door for opportunity for me to be employed? And if I understand that right now, okay, there's something temporary at least, for these last three months. But don't forget, the kids also need, and you need, inspiration. I would go to a type of church that has youth, uh, for, because your kids are five, six, 10, and 13. And uh, there are all kinds of programs going on right now in churches, vacation Bible schools and getting them there. They'll have some food. They'll have certain things that will be enjoyable to them. It'll lift their spirit. Right now, I'm just going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for our friend we're talking to right now. Lord, give him hope for his heart. May he see that you have a plan for him, a plan that will be right and may he be yielded to your plan. Guide him to a church that's going to be meaningful and a biblical church. We'll send our keys for living on hope to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. <laughs>